0: You know why you're the star? Because again, we are getting into the mind of our mm. favorite high school hearth, rob, none Love other it. than Candy <laughs> Cutie, Justin go. <laughs> <Carina>. Welcome to <laughs> 30 and 30. <laughs> Guys. Candy Cutie, represent. Cute. He comes yeah, with, some man, sound I, come with sound
1: effects. Uh, I come with sound effects. I come with I come with different moods. You know what I mean. So, Shari, if you want to, you know, be a little, a little dancey mood. Uh, you know, oh, you want to, awesome. like, to learn uh, something sensual, Shari. We can do it. You know. Hi, it's Baya
2: here, one half of the duo of Thirsty and Thirty, a podcast on smarter love, dating, and relationships. So it's actually season three. Now we are going full circle here by going back to the reason we started this show, men, and what we really don't get about them. Because if you want to fall in love, we'll need to understand what we don't know. This season is all about the mind of a man. So for this episode, we talk to Justin Carino, an old friend, an awesome host and podcaster. We reminisce young love and all that comes with it, including heartbreak. So take down some notes and tell us what you think. We have known you for so long. I don't know how many years you the longest, already.
1: The longest. Gosh. Um, you know, for, for, for all the listeners, um, let, let it be known... Let's put it on the record, okay, that Bea and Shari are in my first girl barcada, okay? Like, I went to an all-boys school. They came from an all-girls school. And finally, when I was like, oh, yeah, it's time to integrate, you know? I'm going (laughs) to have girls who are friends. Not necessarily girlfriends, but girls who are friends. And look, we have a barcada. We even have a barcada star or all these things. But We go out. We see each other in the malls and all these things. Yeah. And and that was Bea and Shari. Like, that was their batch. Like, I grew up with their batch. Uh, a mm-hmm. bacal boy for their batch, uh, starting with yeah. their batch. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, yeah, I am a bacal boy. I am an actual yes. Pobeda bacal boy.
2: Bacal yeah. boy. It's, like, people who wait around... The guys that wait around for the girls to come out of school—if uh, no one's waiting for you, it's kind of sad. I think for girls, like they really get challenged when there's no bacal boy there oh, for you, man.
1: <laughs>
2: or waiting oh, for man. another friend. Anyways, Crazy, go right? on but charge. the thing is,
1: for me though, I was um, <laughs> yeah. so I had two older cousins who who studied in Paveda, right? Like two to three batches yeah. above you guys. So I already knew Mang Bags, so Mang Bags and I knew each other, right? Like, and you know Mung bags knows everyone, right? So yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But, but for me, since I had already been picking them up for a couple of years, I kinda built this trust with Mung Bags, you know what I mean? So that that kind of I don't know if it worked in my favor because sometimes because his mind is just so amazing, right? Like yeah. for sure, if I say he could probably be like,
0: Oh ba? so
1: so I don't know. I think think for a time there was a specific girl let's not name names okay but there's a specific girl uh who i tried to fetch from Poveda, bring her to Galet right and we tried to make mong bags believe that she was my cousin or something <laughs> i don't i don't remember if it worked i'm not i'm not sure i just remember that we tried
0: That's knowing mong bags it probably did not work right yeah
1: I, I don't know i don't remember but i don't know it was it was always an interesting time like i love your batch i love poveda interestingly enough yesterday i was in galet and i walked the mega mall oh, wow around uh is it guadix right guadix right
2: yeah that's that's, yeah. that's
1: the street i yeah. walked the uh, walked the mega mall around the you know, around that area guadix area and i was like oh man it's Boveda. like it's such. I have such reverence for this space, for this building, you know? I freaking took a picture. <laughs> I was going <gonna, laughs> to like I was going to post it on my stories and be like and be like um, memories question <laughs> mark, you know? I don't know like Bobeda was just so uh so crucial in my social development uh, wow. as a teenager, you know?
0: I okay, so speaking you guys. of speaking of development and as a teenager, to our listeners out there, when I say heartthrob, Justin really was the <laughs> high school hearthrob that we oh all remembered him to be. As an example <laughs> of how attractive you were. I mean, you are so attractive now, wow. but more so when we were kids. <laughs> I remember you. my dad was picking me up and then he was like, <laughs> <"Share> <laughs> <is> he <laughs> yon, And then I look I was like, Oh, that's Justin. So even my dad oh, thought you were quite the handsome oh kid. Oh my gosh. Well, well thank you thank you
1: thank you Tita Shari uh, yeah. you Tita.
2: <laughs> one thing though Justin I will share mm. this it was so funny when you're in um there are people that are probably more natural into integrating to the opposite sex or whoever you're attracted to um, mm-hmm. but I would say I was definitely an awkward or like an awkward duck I remember I was let's not name names again but I remember I was attracted to someone and I cried in school when I found out that he liked someone else like we didn't even admit that we liked each other and you know you yeah. just think like how when I look at it now it's like I've cried for more serious situations than that mm. and I guess like that's why we kind of do this show, kind of understand what goes on with men. Like I'm sure you guys have questions about women as well. And yeah, Yeah. right.
1: Yeah. For sure. There's no like there's
2: no book that tells you everything and the everything that really happens. But I have one question. Mm. This is something we always get in our show. And I want to start off with this because it's all about the ego. I've Sherry and I always Mm. get advice that mm-hmm. you should
1: stroke a man's ego yeah. So what do you think <laughs> um yes uh i think definitely <laughs> but you know what i think it goes both ways right i think that like so I'm, let, let's not just let's not say that like musta all men stroke their ego period no i mean okay. it's in a relationship you know let's say let's say it's a man and a woman right um they both have something to contribute you know mm-hmm. so for example in in this example uh, in you're saying you know you should always stroke the man's ego if a man let's say i don't know brings home food you know provides food right puts food on the table for the relationship and then and then he's not acknowledged for that and that that's that's going to be hurtful for for the man conversely if you have a woman who uh went out and brought food and, and brought it for dinner, uh, and is not thanked by the man, she's gonna feel bad then. You didn't thank me, right? So I think it's it's yeah. a two-way street, right? Like it's it's more of like, what is your contribute? what is your contribution to the relationship? And are you being acknowledged for that contribution? So I, I wouldn't mind. say I wouldn't say it's it's an ego thing per se, you know, but but if you are, let's say, um, looking into uh, our conditioned societal standards, right? It's the man that brings home the bacon and all these things. So, so for a lot of us guys, you know, we grow up thinking like that's it. I need to be the provider of my household. Uh, I need to be the one to make the hard decisions. It doesn't mean that the woman can't uh, can't make hard decisions or be a provider, but it means that I have this innate responsibility to try to do it first, you know, or yeah. or to keep up or to keep at it. Uh, so I think definitely in that regard, I mean for for us men, uh, yeah we want to feel acknowledged for for what we do and I think that a lot of us also are maybe not as in touch with our emotions uh, as as girls would like. So um, I feel like maybe the love language for for a lot of men is is just to provide perhaps. Um, not even sure about quality time, okay, but definitely, let's say, Uh, Acts of service. There you go. Acts of service and gifts. I think that like traditionally for men, that's that's what it is. Right. And so imagine if you give these acts of service and and these gifts, but there's no appreciation for it. Then it's like, then it's sort of like I I shot my shot, but you didn't receive it. It was like, okay, I got to try again tomorrow to get appreciated, to get acknowledged. So that would be my my take on it. Now, it is a two-way street, right? What is your contribution mm. to the relationship and are you being acknowledged for it?
0: I like that. That makes a lot of sense. But Justin, you know, I want to dial back a little bit to the history mm-hmm. of things. I mean, a lot of the research that Pei and history. I have done, you know, I mean, it's all like, The way we handle love and relationships, whether it's romantic or otherwise, is stemmed Mm -hmm. a lot or connected to our childhood most of the time. So I want to talk a bit about our childhood. How did it it. feel (laughs) when you were dubbed as a candy cutie? And how did that impact (laughs) your relationship with the opposite sex? okay <laughs> it's a thing
2: it's sorry candy. for those people that don't know what candy cutie is it's like this back and the back page they put the photo of the hottie um in this case it is justin and it's like Hello. you can clip it out
1: <laughs> and you can <laughs> wow. keep
2: it in your wallet or wherever Stay it was like it. You know, wallet. So
1: <laughs> oh my gosh okay all right let me the f- uh, okay so 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 candy cuties right like first of all i love candy magazine like um thank you so much (laughs) summit media and candy magazine uh, you know 17 and all these magazines uh because you know it actually gave me avenues to make money back in the day like so after so first okay so first of all a little 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 history lesson so back in back in those days social media right no right. mm-hmm. no friendster, no yeah. Facebook, no nothing, right? Like, if if you wanted to see a picture of your crush, either they're popular enough to be in a magazine or they're in some studio <clears throat> pic that you took with, with your friends, right? And then when they <laughs> yeah. go back to school, <laughs> you know? they show the studio pic like, Ito, di ba, cute niya dito, ganda dito, Or the class pictures or the freaking right. class pictures, which <gasps> oh, is why… Yeah. <laughs> back in like so back in like grade five grade six and interestingly enough you, you tell people nowadays that like yeah back in grade five grade six like yeah we were making poor man the, the the opposite sex and all these things they'd be like what but the thing is that's the freaking culture in all boy and all girls schools dude it's so interesting but anyway for us let's say in in la salle green hills right when it was picture day it was like, okay, you have to be as forma as possible. Well, with your hair. You can't change your uniform, bad right? With your hair, make yeah. sure you pimples or whatever. Because the sisters of your classmates who have this, this class pic are going to bring it they're going to see it at home. They might even get that class picture and bring it to their classmates. So for you as a man in this all-boys school, okay, <laughs> for you to be recognized by girls' schools get in class picture day, okay, any chance you get to be photographed and have that photograph end up with the girls' That's where you do it. Okay. That was the only thing. There was no such thing as taking a selfie or curating a nice, you know, profile photo or whatever, putting it online for the girls to see. No. It was very manual. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and then hopefully, hopefully you're spotted by these girls in Galay, Deva. Right? Or you, yes. you hover around where the where the in your case, where the pavedans are, right? Um, after school, right? It is so interesting to look back, in those days. now. okay, but back oh to your question, gosh. Sherry. It
0: popped, it popped up in my head. Yeah. Great image. <laughs> I remember. Great image. This, of course. I can't remember who it was, but that whoever that was had a big crush on you, Justin. And I remember that had happened, yeah, oh you had up your photo wall the wall that great of sometimes. Oh <laughs> my
1: God! you <Is> <laughs> guys. It's like Did a wanted ad.
0: Sometimes, yeah, you can like leave your phone there. Yeah, they put, yeah,
1: they leave it there. I was in the wall of great image.
0: Everybody was there. I mean, you leave it there. Sure, it's like an ad placement, exactly like your yearbook, except it's there.
1: Wow, I did not know that. uh. Yeah. If you would have told me back in the day, I would have gone there and looked for my crushes.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay,
1: go on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, but to answer your question, you know what? I always felt. Uh, okay so back to candy cuties right so this is a big thing back in the day um so candy magazine would choose the top 50 cutest guys of the year um and then they would feature them in the candy cuties list I so it's like the top 50 you know and and then um but for me I don't remember how I even got there like like I remember okay the photo shoots and everything they were they were in galet okay um they were uh they were gonna like ground ground floor or basement okay and then i don't i think i got a tip from like from one of the other candy cuties mike uh mendoza (laughs) so i ended up there right and then and then uh so we took the photo they told me you know bring bring like paraphernalia or whatever that uh shows off your personality and, and at the time I was on the Arnese team for for LaSalle and so I brought like my Arnie sticks and I had my people are people freaking t-shirt <laughs> which, is, which I loved so much you know um, and then and then uh, but ah, but you know what there was still voting right so you go oh, on the wow. website so they take photos of, of 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 all these guys right and then you go on the website and then there's and then there's voting and i remember who i was dating at the time okay who is in your burgada let's not name names okay uh mm. she was really campaigning for me oh, <laughs> vote for justin but, uh, do you remember that bea do you remember that yeah yeah i think yeah, so I think so. For vote, sure. vote for justin vote for justin and so and so and then i made it <laughs> i made it to the list right <laughs> uh and then but but i was always like okay I was campaigned to be here as well. You know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, let's scour who are the super cuties. You know, it was like let's herd them in, and then let's have people vote. Okay. Yeah. So wow. I was herded and and I was campaigned for, and then and then there I became a, can, a candy cutie. Uh,
2: it, it doesn't matter how you got there, but I always wonder, like, what was the effect after?
1: Right. You know.
2: You, it's uh, been printed. People will clip it and, you know, they will keep it and they dude. will think that you're their imaginary boyfriend and whatever.
1: Dude.
2: But, yeah. What uh, was their until reaction? Until today.
1: I still get people <laughs> saying today like oh my gosh like I had you <laughs> I had like your pin up or whatever from the Candy Cutie thing you know, and, and these are like and it's so interesting because these are like stylists that I work with today or people in in the in the magazine or you know just like the media industry right. Um, how yeah. did it feel well number one of course you can't not be flattered by by something like that right. Um and, uh, oh my gosh. And you know what it did? Actually, interestingly enough, the effect was more in boy schools. The effect was more in, oh. in, in GH. Because oh. it was like, "Oi, Kirino, pachiks oh. <laughs> that's it. It's I'll like, like <laughs> sikat ka naman, oh. diba? Sige, ka. <laughs> Yeah! That's what they used to say. That's what they used to say. They're like, kay, kay magaling so mga chicks Sige na, ka. Oh my God. <laughs> And so that's how I ended up always being like the PRO or the or the public relations officer of my classes because my main job was to plan the soirees and to plan these parties with, with girls and stuff. And you did. And I did. And yeah. I did. And, and I think that that also really contributed to me being a host today, you know, is because mm, wow. I had to... I had to plan these things, divide, interact with these girls, right? Uh, and then, and then later on, we even started planning our own parties and charging, like we had a cover charge for it, you know. Yeah. And So that even awakened like my entrepreneurial spirit, right? So, uh, I mean, Origin it actually, story. it actually <laughs> contributed a lot, you know, because it definitely gave me attention. And then when you have the attention, yeah. you get to decide what do I do with it, right? Do I yeah you know mm. do i just bask in it or do i you know mm. network and let's make something out of this you know uh and in my case it kind of just flowed that way that we were all creating parties together and um and that led to and that led to candy and 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 17 getting me for photo shoots and stuff for editorials going on a little extra cash for my yeah. dates <laughs> so um it was it was it was it was great i'm very very thankful to candy for for that
0: I love my God, it. I
2: didn't Origin expect that, 30. you know, I, I didn't expect that response. Like it's, it's gone full circle now for me. And it's Crazy. the whole idea of you saying, you know, when you get that tension, um, whether mm. it's, you know, like being a candy cutie or whatever happens even now, like if you lose a lot of weight and then you get more attention from people mm. because you look more attractive, it's what you do with it after that makes such a difference. Oh my gosh. Sherry, what do you think? Yeah. about attention and like you lost a lot of weight sherry too like i'm sure after that you got like a different attention that what did you think about that attention?
0: i was an adult already so far i feel like it's really hard to shake an adult attention wise it's like
2: mm.
0: and plus it was the time that i you know i'm very conscious about my eggs and their aging so the attention <laughs> that i did get oh, they were welcomed gosh. attention so i was like okay i need mm. to find a partner so yeah. it wasn't like, oh my God, I don't want to go on a date. It's all like, oh, date, date, let's do it. Like, <laughs> it like that. Long. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. It's
1: what you do with it, right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
2: And don't bask in it. That's I think right. that's good that Justin, you said that mm. because sometimes the ego or whatever, the flattery or whatever gets in the way of that, like, you will oh, yeah. bask in it. And then it's fleeting. Like, it's not permanent. Like, it won't. Sure, people mm. will remember yeah. things. But it's not forever. I think if you don't make the attention to something for yourself, you're in a screwed up position. Yeah, and I've heard that advice
0: before. Like especially, I guess for former candy cuties, like one of the main things that you have to remember is you don't want to <laughs> peak in high school. You don't want to peak. Oh, for sure. As like, a yeah, candy yeah. cutie. You oh, want to go no. up. <laughs> like, right? You don't want to be like, oh my god, remember Justin, he was so guapo and yeah, you don't want that, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You so got to keep it up. Exactly. Oh, man. Oh, <coughs> what, can I just say uh, another thing yeah. that that did for me back in those days was, is it made me really conscious of my skin. And it made me really conscious of like, I, I guess, just my appearance. Because okay. I was like, because people are seeing me in magazines. And obviously, in magazines, you have freaking makeup. And then my Photoshop photoshopped hmm. or whatever. And so I'm like, in real life, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Am I living up to their expectations? <laughs> like, it's so weird. It was such a weird thing uh yeah. But, yeah. but yeah that was another effect actually of i guess of that wow. of that attention and that limelight which it i could guess be. pressure I know, no? I, yeah it's, it's pressure but um might even have been a good pressure i guess because it made me yeah. like okay mm-hmm. i gotta do more push-ups or i gotta you know uh actually take my fitness seriously or you know all these things so so hey, yeah thirsty
2: friends just a little break here I don't know about you, but Shari and I have been talking about this episode that, you know, when you're young and naive, you can really get, let pressure get to you. And this part really reminded me of the quote, pressure isn't supposed to break us. It's designed to make us. So if you're getting attention or dealing with a heartbreak, let that pressure that you're feeling make you a
0: better person.
2: Okay, now we're gonna ask Justin about his first heartbreak.
0: We get a lot of this. about <laughs> your first heartbreak, mo, and how did you recover?
1: Oh man, oh my gosh. This is oh, it's so embarrassing. Um this was first year high school. Okay. My first heartbreak was first year high school. So kilala ni dinto, okay. Batch me <laughs> too eh. um, and so. So I was so I was with this girl, and she ended up being my first girlfriend, right and and i was I was very you know I was very, very conservative, super, super conservative um and and like, I said like, oh my gosh, what's that? you know, like like, I was like, "What's up? we have to just stay at making out and that's it. Like, we're just going to stay there. <laughs> I mean? And like, and, and like, uh, and then, you know, I, I'd, I'd be in her house and her, her parents' house and everything. About it. And then like, and then her mom would say things like, you know why I like Justin? Because he follows the rules, you know, like he, <laughs> he, uh, he respects the rules. And so I was a very good boy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I felt like, I felt like she started to kind of want like a bad boy. But that wasn't me so so and I was okay. such a romantic too. okay um, like you know I mean we watch friggin you know we watch, you watch know, rom-coms and you think that love is like the notebook you know so you feel like you feel like uh, all of your <laughs> all of your gestures have to be grand, grand. or at least relatively somber yeah. you know what I mean and and yeah. so I remember uh, we were we were in her village and we went to like our favorite street in her village and uh, and then and then she, she said, she said something like, you know, it's, I'm sorry, but it's not working out. I was like, no. Oh. I was like, what? And she was like, and she was <laughs> looking down like that. And she was like, you know, and she could, she couldn't look at me because obviously, you know, we were really yeah. close and everything. right She couldn't look at me. And she was like, and she was like, I, I just don't feel it anymore. And then, and then I grabbed both of her hands. And then I looked at her, and I was like, you don't feel this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
1: oh, my
0: gosh. So
1: cold. It's just like, no. Oh, my gosh. And then, it's right? I don't have my own ride home. I'm like 15 or 16 or something, right? I have to call my mom. It's going to take my mom like an hour to get here. So we have to live in this broken upness for the next hour, hour and a half. Like, what do you do, right? And so it was just so, so awkward and then like um and then so my mom brought me back she brought me back home right and then and then like oh my gosh you freaking watch mixed daily top 10 darling Santi freaking songs and, <laughs> and all these things about and then like and i was just like wow i am in such a funk like like let's say i'm okay and then the next 10 minutes i'm just crying out of nowhere you know wow and i was just like what the hell what is this right um, so that was my first that was my first heartbreak. Uh like it was so so odd to me and it was it, it felt like it came uh out of left field. Uh and I got out of it by because of the coercion of my friends, I would have to say. Um because like so our friend Vic, if you you guys know Vic of course, right? Uh, he was like, yeah. "Come on, dude, let's go to let's go to I no, let's go to um let go to a soirée or whatever." And I just I was <laughs> I was probably literally depressed uh, because i was like i just don't want to move i just want to stay home you yeah. know i just want to stay home and, and maybe sleep like i don't feel like going out i don't feel like socializing but he really forced me to go uh and the first the first story was like eh. you know it, it didn't i still wasn't at you all know. uh, i still wasn't out of it but then the second the second time he invited me out we went to the we went to the the fresh night of poveda man uh and then uh <laughs> we went to the fresh night of poveda and then and i was like you know whatever you know, kind of dragging my feet but then but then i look across i look across the room and then i see this girl and and she's like she's like in this uh off shoulder top and it's like it's like striped and everything and her hair is like this and i'm like wow like that girl's really pretty and then (laughs) and then throughout and then throughout the party i was just like wow that girl's really pretty i haven't found a girl pretty in like the past like week or so, you know, about two weeks or three weeks, but good on. And then and then when I got home, uh, so Vic slept over. I had a double deck, so I was I was on the top, and he was he's in the bottom deck. And then like, so I looked over down at him. I was like, like, yo, dude, you remember that girl? <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, wow, like like I think I like her, dude. Good on. And then just like that, just like that, I was out of my funk because I was like, I I guess I have a new person to fixate on right which in hindsight i think is quite unhealthy (laughs) but yeah i was gonna ask that yeah
0: it's like the advice we get they remember people saying that the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else it's a little bit less crass than that along those lines
2: i believe this though i believe that if you meet someone not even like if anything works out to that person even if like you just get slightly attracted to a new person, it allows you to ease the obsession over the heartbreak. It's unhealthy, but you know, it's like taking medicine too much or like, you know, things should be duration. I don't know. Don't ask me, but I do believe it works like (laughs) wonders.
1: Yeah. And I think that it doesn't have to be like a person, right? Like it can be something. It just has to be something that you're into, right? Like, Let's say you're super into, I don't know, calligraphy or something and you or, or let's say art, but I'm a scholarful. But you're like, wow, I didn't realize that like like I could have such affection for this art form, you know? Or uh, yeah. or maybe that's that's when people, you know, find that they're more active in church or something. And they're like, Wow, like uh, there's such mm-hmm. a thing as church life bala, you know. So yeah. So I think that, you know, our heartbreaks also have also have purpose, right? I think that they also lead us to to some of our purposes in life, you know, some of our the paths that we're supposed to take.
0: Thirsty and 30. That
1: wraps
2: up part one of our episode with Justin Carino, Mind of a Man. We agree with Justin 100% that heartbreak can actually help us find our purpose in life. I don't know if you guys have a heartbreak horror story, but if you do, please do send us a message on Instagram, and 30 Or send us an email on thirstyand30 at gmail.com. We love getting vulnerable with you and hearing your personal story. If you enjoyed this episode as well, please spread it. Share it to your family, your friends, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whoever you are dating, so that they can learn so much from this. Shari and I, our goal is to spread smarter love and make millions of people happy with their love lives. Till then... Stay thirsty.